just going a little stir crazy sometimes, you know? Yeah. Aren't we all? I want to run with my arms out flailing like through the air. Yeah, like wings. I want to <laughs> be free. I am fucking free. Yeah, you do live in America. <laughs> yeah. Still can't go out and fucking flash my pussy to people that piss me off. Why would that be something you do when <laughs> people piss you off? Okay, let me rephrase. Yeah, please rephrase that. Because I feel like people that piss me off are typically people who get offended by pussies. So that's no, why. <laughs> they are pussies, not that they get offended by them. No, that's you just said it. They are offended because they are scared to face themselves. Ha! I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Wow. That might be the most genius thing I've ever heard. Thank you. You're a pussy because you're scared pussies because you're afraid of facing yourself. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Uh, I'm going to make that... <laughs> We should make that a shirt like pussies are afraid of pussy because they're afraid. We got to shorten it down somehow. Mm -hmm. Make it short and sweet. Put it in quotes and then just put like the dash Buddha and then just put like a little fucking Buddha below it. Mm -hmm. Or like a great shirt. Yeah, like quote um, Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa said it. (laughs) Pussies are afraid to face themselves. Therefore, afraid of pussy. No, honey. Something like that. So we got to shorten no. it. We got to shorten it down somehow. It's got to sound like really like wise to say. <sighs> we'll yes, figure it out. We'll we figure will. it out. I'm picturing the t-shirt being red or black. I was picturing it being like a w- strange shade of brown. Like that like that kind of aura and feel you get when you walk into a Chinese buffet. <laughs> yeah, like, like I already know I'm gonna take a dump after this. Like, <laughs> yeah, like everything is like oddly like weird shades of brown and like dark green and shit. You know what I'm talking about? What's no. What's the last time it you went into a Chinese? Like you're ba- describing shit. No, like I feel like that's like when I walk into a Chinese buffet. Usually, there's like it's usually like a warm presence, but like it's like brown like everything is like a brown color like a natural like natural earthy tones is what i mean okay yeah there it is that's a good description yeah prior to that it just sounded like like shit there's shit everywhere they're all there's all shit over all over the walls yeah. yeah no um yeah sorry i'm not good with decorative terms earthy tones <laughs> which I, i'm actually a fan of for decorating earthy tones just gives you like a warm ooh, this is where i should be right now vibe yeah feng shui is important in fact we need to work on that a lot more yeah our feng shui is definitely lacking not everything is pointed to the north and stuff i didn't know that was a thing that's like the or i don't know if it's the north but like the origins of feng shui are like everything important in your house was like pointed in a certain direction or some shit like everything flowed naturally. It had nothing to do with like how things looked. I don't know. 
I looked it up one time because that's what I do when I don't know something like I know that's the term we use feng shui or something I was like I don't really know what that means so I google it and then I'm like oh that's interesting it literally doesn't mean anything what people use it as (laughs) which is usually the case (laughs) um I typically just shrug my shoulders and say, fuck it, (laughs) when I don't know what something is. I mean, don't we all? Yeah. Um, Fuck it, man. I don't need no goddamn knowledge. Oh, like, remember when we first started dating? I used to use the word AWOL all the time. Yes. (laughs) Perfect example. Perfect example. I used to always feel like, I'm about to go AWOL, or like, dude, this dude went AWOL. <laughs> I probably meant like, oh my god, they're going ballistic. <laughs> yeah, I, th- oh, I think I figured out what term you were trying to use, but I can't re- remember it now. Um, yeah, but yeah, you're. That's definitely not what that word means at all. Okay, so I think we need an intro, and then we need to fucking start the topic. We can go back and do intro anytime we want, babe. That's I the, know. That's what I'm saying. That's like, the joy of start that right now. doing this. Do it right now? Oh yeah. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Whiskey and Wine. Sixty-nine. All the time. My name is Johnny. And I'm Lizzie. Hi. It is I. (laughs) Tis me. I am the Messiah. I'm kidding. I'm really not going to save any of you. Fucks. Yeah, and neither is fucked. Jesus. If I walk I'm by just a building that's on fire, guess who I'm going to save in that building? Nobody. I'm going to call 911 and be like, that's that's a job for someone else to do. Yeah. First of all, why the fuck would you go in the building? I wouldn't. I said if I walked by. Oh, okay. Never yeah, I'm mind. not going to go in. That building's clearly on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back tomorrow, see if they're reopened. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways. Anyways, welcome back to another episode of Whiskey and Wine. 69. I'm 69. I'm, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Hold on, all right. Okay, start over. Scratch that shit. (laughs) Silence. (laughs) Silencio. Welcome back to another episode of Whiskey and Wine. 69. All the time. I am Johnny. And I am joined by my lovely co-host, Miss Lizzie Bobby. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yeesh. What's on the agenda for tonight? Well, first of all, I just want to say that I hope everyone's well. We wish you all nothing but joy and happiness and lots of entertainment in your quarantine times. Quarantimes. Quarantimes. Hashtag quarantimes. Yeah, I hope you guys aren't losing it. <laughs> I know I fucking am. Remember to stay positive. Find the that your glass is always half full, not half empty, preferably with whiskey or wine or vodka or tequila. Whatever you drink, make sure it's half full, not half empty. Yeah. 
<laughs> because like, I know way to it. turn this positive message into alcoholism, babe. No, like for real, it is super hard to stay positive right now. But if you get herpes, yeah, it's pretty easy to stay positive in that yeah context. But otherwise, Did you see that post going around uh, not that long ago. It was like like a medical test, and it was like all these things. It was like positive, 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 and then like the last one was like covid 19 or whatever was like negative and like all the thing all the line items bo- above it were like aids herpes and all these <laughs> scds and shit like cocaine weed is like all these different things it was like all positive for that but no coronavirus yeah did you see that no i did not that one cracked me up a little bit was it like implying like oh thank god yeah as like long the cap- as i don't have the corona yeah and the caption was like didn't test positive coronavirus so it was like all happy and joyful it's like <laughs> but you literally have everything else like every scd imaginable like yeah drug imaginable like i'm alive i'm gonna go fuck bitches yes yes oh man i got i got a hurt tummy (laughs) oh no i can feel like i won't be able to laugh as heartily heartily (laughs) heartily hurts what are we gonna do i don't know i'll be fine i don't know maybe you should have listened to me and done some yoga I feel like that would have made it worse, but <laughs> you feel like a lot of things, but seldomly. I, I just don't understand why you place so much precedence on your feelings and opinions that t- usually tend to be wrong. Hey, what? Excuse me. <laughs> My opinions are almost never wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, what's the first thing we're gonna dive into today, babe? Talking to our kids about religion. Oh God. Yeah. Um, unexpectedly and unwarrantedly and by us. Yeah. So Whew. tell the audience how that came about. Well, okay, so let me clarify. Um we weren't talking just in general about religion, but go ahead. I'll cut that out. Yeah, please do. Shut up, babe. That's something I will explain. Okay, fuck I, off. I would be better at explaining it. Yeah. <laughs> No offense. Okay. I'm sorry. But I just wanted to slap you just in that moment. <laughs> I love you so much. Um, okay. So just a little backstory. Um, every single night when we put when Johnny and I put my kids to bed and tuck them in, we'll sit in a circle on their bedroom floor, hold hands, kumbaya style, and depending on whose turn it is, we'll say a prayer that person will say a prayer lately my kids have been getting a little more hesitant and more frustrated especially my eight-year-old daughter last night for instance it was her turn to say the prayer she got really frustrated and I asked her what's wrong she says well I just don't understand why Johnny never has to pray (laughs) well that's kind of something that's a subject we've kind of been dancing around because we really don't know how to approach that we definitely didn't want to initiate the fact that you know johnny just recently moved in with us and how do you explain to an eight and six year old that mommy's boyfriend doesn't believe in god and that's why he doesn't pray like we do so i just said fuck it And I'm just going to be straightforward with her. I'm not going to bullshit her. There's literally no other option, in my opinion. 
So basically, I looked her in the face and I said, you know, Johnny doesn't believe or what did I say, babe? I I was more like, quote, quote unquote, Johnny doesn't believe in our God. (laughs) Yeah, you said Johnny doesn't believe in our God. That's how you started it off. No, I believe I started off with like, well, you know how we believe in God. And so therefore, we, we believe in his love. And part of God's love is not discriminating against other people who have different beliefs than us and who are different than us. So Johnny doesn't believe in our God, yet he is really kind enough to sit here and hold our hands and bow his head with us. But because he doesn't believe in our God, I'm not going to push him into praying for him. You know, he's graceful enough to be present and be open and not be judgmental toward us. And I guess what I was trying to imply is that we should pay him with the same regard. We can't, I'm not going to force him into it. We shouldn't force him into it. And that's that. So it's your turn to pray. Hmm. Yeah. And the only reason I make note of, I don't even reason i made note of you saying he doesn't believe in our god i like like trying to keep myself from laughing because i was immediately like yeah johnny's a muslim i believe in allah (laughs) i don't know what you're implying with that well you well you didn't say well you you the first you eventually did say johnny doesn't believe like in god in god period but you first started out with he doesn't believe in our god like i believe in some other god like I had, I like I was religious in some other way. <laughs> You're like, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I was this just is like, opening up a whole other can of worms. I was like, well, I don't really believe in any of them, so <laughs> you can just say that. I that's feel the only, like that's one reason why I made note of that. Yes, I feel like our, one of our episodes should be about Satanism and things like that. Oh, by I the way. would totally dive into that. Okay, cool. <laughs> head, head fucking first head first with a sacrificial lamb yeah remember i just like <laughs> oh my god i wonder what my vibe is like when i posted a picture on our instagram about the deviled eggs and i was like i wonder if they serve deviled eggs at satan at satanic gatherings and if so i know damn well they do it like Christian gatherings and yada yada. So what if this could bridge the yeah. gap into our groups and our relig- or like barriers from us uniting as one and being with filled with love and peace together? Your deviled eggs could definitely bring people together, babe. Thank you. For sure. That was so sweet. Thank you. Yeah, they're fucking bomb diggity. But back to the point. <laughs> I apologize. Um. Yeah, we had been dancing around it for quite some time. Yes. Yeah, I was. I like. I was. O- I was only like skirting it or like leaving it up to you because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're your kids, and I guess we're not at that. We're we're really not at that level where I can just be like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking teach your kids about atheism. They should fucking know. You know, uh, are we going to get to a point where you're like, you know what? I've been around here a while. 
Yeah, eventually. Y'all motherfuckers about to be some atheist up in this bitch. Fuck no. all, fuck all what your mama said. No, okay. So the way the way I was brought up, like my dad was super fucking religious, and you can see it from like my dad's kids with another woman. Like they're all and like the, their bomb was like religious as fuck too. So like my brothers from my dad are like all super fucking religious. They're all super religious. But my mom wasn't. My mom was more like me. Like, she's just like, mm, I mean, I'll go to fucking church sometimes and we'll celebrate Christmas and go to church on Christmas and all this stuff because her mom was pretty religious, whatever, too. But she was also like, she was also like, you should figure it out for your fucking self. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad would, like, make us read the fucking Bible and shit before going to bed, whatever. And then, like, whenever he wasn't around or whatever, my mom would just be like, yeah, you don't have to do that. Not everyone believes that way. I was just like, hmm, interesting. But at the same time, my dad was also big on, like, educating yourself and, like, learning things. And, like, he literally, like, any to punish me would may- make me write out the dictionary. Like, that was a form of punishment and shit. So, like, it just instilled in me is, is learning and uh, not investigating, um discovering things on your own or whatever so like there was the religious part in my household and there was also the non-religious thing so like i was from the get-go pretty much exposed to both worlds so yeah i would want uh, like i didn't feel you know it was appropriate at this stage to to just do that without at least consulting you first but I do think it's important to be exposed to both worlds and obviously educating yourself and finding what rings true with you. Mm-hmm. Like just because um, religion rings true and that's how people, some people are, doesn't mean that's how everybody should be or needs to be. You know, there's there's great fucking human beings on planet Earth that never once said a prayer to God, never believed in God. And then there's also shitty fucking people that do shitty fucking things in the name of God. Like the Westboro Baptist church for a fucking instance, protests, funerals with signs that say God hates fags. Doesn't seem like a very Christian thing to do to me, but you know, there's, 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 I don't, there's both people in both camps is what I'm getting at. So it's it's Well, Westboro Baptist Church, they're not Christian, so I would I would have worded it like it doesn't seem like a very godly thing to do. <clears throat> I know, but they're they're a church and they're a Christian church. But they do that shit. I thought they're a Baptist church. Well, I well I, well I don't know the fucking difference, Hence but it's Westboro Baptist Church. Well, what's the fucking difference? I don't see. I don't know the difference between all that. Like, I don't understand the Baptist Lutheran all that. Like my my mom, my mom's mom, my grandma, on my mom's side, they were Episcopalian. Mm. So like, I I know uh, Episcopal. My aunt is Episcopalian and shit. Like they're all Episcopalian, but like, <laughs> I don't know the fucking difference between that and a Baptist and a Christian. Like it's all Christianity to me. They're all reading from the same fucking book. Yeah. Um <clears throat> okay. So I can agree with you in regards to, you know, deciding for yourself. I don't think any good comes from being forced into religion. 
or believing in God specifically. I remember you telling me, you know, you think it's important for building up morals and character and discipline. However, you don't actually believe in God. And I can dig that. Yeah. Speaking of that, that's a good segue into our next topic. Well, I know we're a little late on the subject by now, but we did just watch the new episode of Tiger King. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on it on record (laughs) as well as mine. Because we didn't, I mean, we watched it. We did kind of like, we both kind of said a little piece about it, but we didn't really talk about it. You know what's so funny about that? Like the whole time I was thinking that I was like, we were all snuggled up and um, I was like, I would really love to know Johnny's opinion right now. And like usual, in no way, shape, or form can you read anything based on your facial expressions or your body language. It's like you are so difficult to read if you don't know you any better. So, yes, I would love that. Um, For me, I wasn't expecting the whole iPhone FaceTime vibe. I really don't know what I was expecting. Um, I thought it was decent. It's better than nothing. Although I really wish there would have been an interview with Dylan, Joe Exotic's current husband. Mm-hmm. But I imagine, why would he, you know, considering? Yeah. It's basically like a bash Joe situation. I think, th- I, well, I think they were trying to, I think they, well, obviously they only interviewed like all the like major people in the documentary that got a lot of attention mm-hmm. and like, people like clearly recognize and whatnot um but i mean dylan like he came in like the last episode or two Mm -hmm. and even then he was like this is his new husband he just married two months after his first husband or second husband i don't know the order of husbands he was in uh shot himself and killed himself this is crazy and then you don't really see him that much after that it's you see him a couple times and that's really it yeah but he had no like presence in the documentary so it was like no one really had any anything he said would have just been like okay you're joe's new husband like that's all they all that anyone had to go off of from them like everyone else had some background had interaction with like even the first dude the fucking the only person from that documentary series who does who seemed to not get their teeth fixed um yeah like even him like he to out of all those people they did interview he probably had the least like interesting interactions throughout the documentary but like he still was like he was always the fuck this fuck this guy whatever like you know he was always that asshole who didn't give a fuck about anything he was like i love these tires the only reason i'm here fuck everybody else and i look like a crazy meth head that's the guy with long hair yeah but he's not the a first... meth head, and he actually had a lot to say. Yeah, he said that. And but... Dylan, regardless of where he came in documentary-wise, he is still currently Joe Exotic's husband now and has been for however long, which I feel like is a decent amount of time since the documentary. Yeah. And it would be nice to have more recent and current information and up close information about Joe and also his perspective. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I, I agree. Everybody in the documentary, they, they have 
or I'm sorry, everybody in that episode. That was dope. I loved it. I'm glad he got that amount of people to interview. But Dylan is like his most recent husband. And it's super interesting that they were married after such a short period of time. And then now he still is super loyal to him, even with him being in prison for however long he has been. Yeah, no, I, I, and I agree with you. What I, where I was coming from, and I get where you're, you're coming from as well. Like, so, I mean, they're still together, right? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. So I, going into it, I was under the impression that this was going to be like footage that didn't make it in the documentary or like later shit, like recent thing, but more along the lines of what the documentary was. Mm-hmm. Not bring in a celebrity let's interview these people how are they doing today and it's like this punchy fucking comedic little show that you know like la- it was 30 minutes long i think and mm-hmm. to me i, think I don't so. i just i was expecting something different i was expecting another episode of tiger king not an interview show with joe McHale. Who, yeah, I I was not expecting him at all whatsoever. Was he part of the the actual documentary? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, so for, for just looking at it, how you're looking at it as an interview show, it was decent. And they and yes, I agree. They could they if if you're gonna go that route, if you're gonna if you're gonna make it an interview show, but it's gonna be about Tiger King, and you're doing it from a documentary standpoint. Yeah, of course you bring in Dylan. You bring in as many fucking people related to the whole thing as you possibly can. That were, at least that were on the on the documentary. Dylan being one of them, and Dylan being Joe's husband, who I'm sure they fucking talk daily. Actually, they said in the documentary they talk like three times a day. Obviously, that was before the coronavirus and shit. But yeah, of course you bring him in because he's obviously got insight into Joe Joe's fucking life in prison, how he's doing, all this shit, not just people that claim to fucking hate the dude their thoughts and opinions on how joe might be doing in prison like of course go get his fucking husband and ask him he would know how he's doing in prison which by the way he might have coronavirus or they quarantined him because of the coronavirus i heard dylan or joe no joe in prison they quarantined him but it wasn't that which is even if it was an interview show but it was Along those lines, they were like legitimately trying to catch people up on Tiger King, like because Tiger King, the documentary, ended in 2018, maybe early 2019, I think. Like that's where that's the timeline it ended on. So yeah, of course, if you're gonna do put out a new episode, what's happened since then? And that's that's what I was under the impression it was going to be, but that's not what it was at all. What it was was an interview show with a celebrity. So now you're attaching a celebrity's name to it, Joe McHale, who, by the way, I didn't think it was all that funny. So you, you throw a celebrity on it, and then you interview all the people that obviously, like, had big attention on them. The fucking, quote-unquote, not meth head, meth head-looking fucking dude who never fixed his teeth, doesn't give a fuck, all he's there, sort of tigers, the first guy, long hair guy. Uh... The girl who gets her arm bit off, like people who like got legitimate attention in the documentary because their their little story was super interesting. That's what they were doing. They were show they were catching up on how you doing now, whatever, and doing an interview show with a celebrity. 
just to capitalize on the Tiger King, Tiger King hype. And that's all it was. And that's not what I wanted to see. I wanted to legitimately be like, yeah, how the fuck is everyone doing now? What's going on with the case? Yeah, they caught up a little bit, but literally he asked him like... It was like small talk. Yeah, exactly. It was small talk, uh, a couple of fucking questions that he could throw a stupid fucking punchline on the end of, and then one serious question. And you could fucking tell from the editing that they would they would get like the very basic answer they were looking for and they cut it. They immediately cut it. Cause you know, those motherfuckers, especially the first guy you could tell really bad with, he probably rambled. He probably talked a little bit and they edited that shit out because that's not what they wanted. They wanted a quick, Hey, here's your fucking favorite characters from this documentary. You really liked. Here's Joe McHale making fun of them. Hey. Yeah, it was. Um, okay. So I, I feel like I have a different perspective on the whole thing. But I do agree with you where Joel McHale, like, it's a little bit funny, his approach. But there were certain times where he just pushed the envelope so hard. Goddess finally gets an answer and then completely changes the subject. That's what I'm saying. Like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't in an interview show to the point. That was a, that, that was a documentary that we watched all before that. So if, if you watched Tiger King for the first time after that episode aired, you watched a documentary and then you watched a stupid celebrity interview show afterwards that did nothing to bridge the gap between where it ended and now, which is mm-hmm. what I believe a lot of fucking people are under the impression of that was going to happen. And they did try to do it a little bit by asking, how are you doing now? What's new about your life? You got a girlfriend, all this shit. Like, I don't I the whole entire time you were not satisfied the whole entire time I was like who gives a fuck why are you asking that well for me I I really I mean I kind of resent how you refer to the meth non-meth looking long-haired guy like he's he seems like a great guy and I believe him that he doesn't do meth although there was that one scene in the documentary that I was like hmm suspect where he was like falling back on the bed and looked a little different um but whatever the point is is that i think all those characters minus jeff Lowe and lauren and maybe yeah for this specific interview jeff Lowe and lauren everyone else seems to be like a genuine person up to an extent and really down to earth and they have like that in common mm-hmm my favorite character, hands down, from the beginning has probably been Saf. I just love his energy and oh, his, oh, nice. his straightforwardness. Thank you. And I don't know. I love the way he carries himself. Yeah, but, no, that 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 motherfucker, like, that's obviously someone you could go get a beer with like vets who are like are missing legs and shit like that. They're like cool about it. They make jokes about it. Like those are the, those are the cool people. Those are the kind of people like you want to be around when things do go bad just because they can handle it and they're not going to let it eat them alive and shit like that. But I just wanted to just quickly go back on the long haired motherfucker. Just, I only say the quote unquote, whatever shit, because Coming from super personal experience, like firsthand experience, <laughs> I promise you, I can 
tell when a motherfucker is on some hardcore drugs and when they're just drunk. He did. I will say he did look like he sobered up. He did sound and look like he sobered up quite a bit. Great. I mean, he might have stopped drinking. He might have stopped doing whatever he claims he didn't do before. But yeah, the scene you pointed out in he was if not meth, heroin, hundred percent. One of the one or the other. I would bet all my money on it, guaranteed. I know what that shit looks like for sure. Um, yeah. Not because I've done it, by the way. Uh, yeah, you firsthand know, experience. Huh? I've known a lot <laughs> of people in my life that have done it. Yes. Meth and heroin together. <laughs> um. So we call it an average Tuesday where I grew up. I mean, really, what I mean with staff, it's not even necessarily like somebody like going to get a beer with. It's just. That's something I admire in people is just that level of I'm doing me and I'm being straightforward. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean by saying I'd go get a beer with because like no one else I would want to do that with like Jeff, like Jeff or whatever. I wouldn't want to go get a beer with that guy because he'd probably leave me with the tab like a piece of shit. Um, that's not I feel like that would be the least of your worries. I feel like something might bad might happen to you and he'd cover it up. He's not, he doesn't seem that smart, to be honest. Okay. So, well, I I don't have a negative perspective on it. It was better than nothing. It scratched a little itch. I'm grateful for that alone. I honestly liked seeing all the characters. I love all the people that worked at the the zoo. I think they all seem super down to earth and raw, like actually themselves. I love how straightforward they are and how they all have lived their lives with the fuck it in the best way possible. And I love people who are blunt and straightforward. And I love how funny they all are. Same. They did have interesting little storylines to themselves. Mm -hmm. They did look pretty good they all look like they're doing a little a little bit better which good good for them yeah who's your favorite character my favorite character uh the 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 guy with two missing legs oh yeah definitely i like him because they didn't ever really uh go into it in the documentary or in the new episode but you like you could see until he was into like like backyard NASCAR type shit, like mm-hmm. you know, building your own car and racing those shit. Like, oh yeah, you could you could tell like, uh, I think it showed it a little bit, but it never really got into it. But yeah, that shit's cool as fuck. I love the art on his prosthetic legs. Also, I I like him also. Yeah, he's cool. And Saf, Saf I, is cool. Yeah, Saf is my fa- has probably always been my favorite character. I love how just straight up he is and how relaxed he is about everything. And I don't know. I really like his energy. I'd have a beer with him. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I loved all of it. It was super, I don't know. It's super trippy to be reminded of the dynamic of Lauren and Jeff Lowe's marriage. And I try to, figure out why I feel a certain way or why I have a certain opinion. I'm not in any way personally against polygamy or 
polyamory or anything like that. In fact, I don't really care what people do in their personal lives that definitely don't affect me in any way. Um, Like I told you last night, it's just super triggery for me, the whole how sexist he can be and how underlying and nonchalant he can be about the little comments he says obviously lauren doesn't give a shit and she's wired a little differently and she's totally okay with swinging and her husband you know having eyes for other women and bringing other women to the bedroom whatever that's not the point my thing is like the little digs he does where he's like Okay, so when in the documentary when she was pregnant and they were being interviewed, he made that comment like, ugh, yeah, and then we're going to get her back in the gym. Oh, yeah. And she completely ignores all the comments and all the little things he says. That's really what trips me out about their relationship is how he can be just so blunt and rude And just, I don't know. It just seems like I'm with you because of your looks. And there's no real substance to me or my love for you. And by the way, we're bringing in a super hot nanny. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I feel the same way, but about Lauren as well. Like, it makes me, because some of her reactions to the shit he says, it's like, she's obviously like, doesn't take it super lightheartedly like she'll, she like she'll just look at the camera like oh god whatever yeah she's saying that again whatever so it makes me wonder like if she doesn't have some underlying thing or just like in any other circumstance like she might be totally cool with like polyamory or whatever open relationships and whatnot but like it makes me question if she's with him specifically for other things like money or whatever maybe i don't i mean i don't know but just based off her reactions a little bit makes me kind of wonder oh, just just a little bit because like if I was her even if I was open about all that shit I'm like this dude's a fucking douche no that's what I that's what I want to specify it is in no way this is not about swinging around polyamory polygamy I find all those things interesting and great for people who want to engage in relationships like that and who desire that that is so not my fucking point at all. Like my like what you just said. He's a. He, why are you such a fucking douche? And then also, why are you so okay with it, Lauren? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I will say this: it seems sometimes it seems like they're perfect for each other because they're both able to be douchey together. Yeah. It's like they both agree. Team douche. Yeah, they both agree with each other. They coincide mesh well with each other and in my opinion it would be difficult to find somebody who wouldn't be suffering in a relationship with you like that unless you know questionably is it for money or questionably are you guys actually that compatible (laughs) who knows it's probably a little bit of both yeah realistically they're probably both a little douchey and they kind of click on that and the lifestyle that he offers her probably you know keeps her it doesn't hurt <laughs> yeah d- yeah it doesn't hurt the situation at all but all in all the last episode I, I i was disappointed my bad i probably shouldn't have even used the word polygamy because that's not what they are 
they're definitely neither one of them are, are married to it's just an open else. i'm well, yeah i threw that word in there i just meant open relationship and swinging yeah yeah that's really what i meant i overall i was disappointed in the episode because i was uh either by my own assumptions or i think someone actually told me that it was going to be more along the lines of um uh, not lost footage but like stuff that wasn't put in and like connecting the bridge between where it ended uh, th- i thought it was going to be like stuff that they got bridging the gap between then and now but that wasn't at all what it was it was more it was more like small talk and yeah random it FaceTime was time catching up it was literally just jumping on the hype train attaching a celebrity to it and doing a a funny punchline interview type situation it like joe joe McHale is funny but i didn't think anything he was really saying like none of that shit made me laugh like at all like i was I, not even a chuckle i was just like they were just corny ass punchlines that and he was like clearly asking questions to set up for a punchline it's like what what am i watching right now i'm not watching an interview episode to catch up and see how everyone's doing not it was in super an, mtv yeah it was not any sincere fashion it, it was, was almost like um an after show for teen mom or jersey shore like yeah the first question he asked jeff was how many affliction t-shirts do you own who gives a fuck man that dude is like clearly a piece of shit we want to know how more we want to see more of him being a piece of shit because yeah. he clearly is like why aren't you asking the questions we really want answered mm-hmm. yeah so that's I yeah was... like my que- okay questions that i would have loved to be answered that we probably already know the answer to mm-hmm. lauren jeff do you guys bang your nanny together oh i'm sure exactly but i would love a straight answer yeah I'm sure they do. I'd be sh- I'd be shocked if neither one of them did. I'm I, I would I would I would bet all I would go all in on Jeff at the very least, but I would at least I'd at least place a hefty bet on both as well. Yeah, like if I were to think about if we were that financially set up, honestly, even if we were financially set up, I don't feel like we would hire a nanny. But if I were to ever be nanny viewing if you will, depending on our lifestyle and our financial setup. I would want like a nanny Connie, dude. A what? A nanny Connie. I, I think she's like a nanny to the celebrities. Nanny Connie? Is I that, that's, is that what, that's a person? Yes, I believe so. I and no I believe I follow is. her on Instagram. She's written books. She's super well-versed in parenting and advice in the subject. All I'm saying is, I'm not saying you can't be super hot and be a great nanny, but why is that anyone's first fucking priority unless you're going to be banging her? Yeah, no, that's I I like it it almost was like definitely clear that that's why he was mm-hmm. looking for a hot nanny. He was like, yeah, yeah. we're going to we're going to make her watch our baby and then we can when the baby's asleep, the baby's yeah, asleep. we're fucking uh yeah, I'd wanna I would low key click on that video. At least watch the first couple seconds. 
you know what video I really regret clicking on is remember when Kevin Hart cheated on his wife Ugh. and they leaked the video of him going you watched ape it shit on the woman no ape shit pelvically it was oh. so nasty I was like what you watched it I watched 0.5 seconds of it and the, god that was enough huh do you see did you see his dick does he have a big dick no it was like it was almost night visiony and no you did not <laughs> see his penis he was moving a thousand miles per hour in and out of this woman paris paris hilton vibes yeah, paris hilton vibes <laughs> a night in paris vibes yeah oh yeah my God. okay well, that's interesting but i've never know. watched that i don't i don't ever care to watch celebrities fuck like i don't i really don't care like for one like for the most part they don't fuck any better than most people do so like who cares? oh no i agree i agree like who gives i'm not really that interested although i did see kendra wilkinson before she got famous don't know who that is low-key i think how she may have gotten discovered or one of the steps to being discovered I saw this like amateur porn video of her prior to her getting her boobs done, yada, 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 prior to being a playmate, obviously. I mean, you know, just something that's in the old noggin up here. I, I have a visual of that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes uh, just a good sex tape will get you, get you noticed. Speaking of which. Or sometimes a really fucking bad one. Yeah, you want to put that camera to use and get famous? Um... I have been begging you, but you do not seem to be interested. And not to be famous, but just for funsies. Speaking of funsies, that's all for today's episode of Whiskey and Wine. Thank you for listening and join us again on Friday for our premiere episode of Friday the 69th. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Toodaloo! Toodaloo!